I have a song But I like to sing right now The reason I sing the song Well Because we need so much prayer today Oh Lord We need prayer in the home And in the schools We need prayer in the church house And on the job Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. We're going to dive into the word today. We're going to get some good substance. We're going to grow, we're going to develop, we're going to grind, we're going to move forward. So that being said, let us pray. Spirit of God, thank you for coming to us today. Let your word fall fresh on the ears of all the listeners today and let it jump off the page. Let it permeate throughout their lives, Father God, and let it radiate not only to them, but to those that they are connected to, Father God. We know that we're in a challenging time. We want your presence to rain down on this message. We want you to continue to help us grow, continue to motivate us, continue, continue to encourage us despite that's all that's going around us. We want to walk in you, striving you, growing you on a daily basis. We say all these things in your name, in Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Okay, so with that being said, let's get right into the word. The Gospel of Luke Chapter 22, verses 7 through 38. Chapter 22 in Luke, verses 7 through 38. I'm not going to go over this whole meaty message, but I am going to hit on some big rocks that, that are happening within this passage. And so it begins, Then came the day of unleavened bread, on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. In which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John saying, go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. Where do you want us to prepare it? They asked. He replied, as you enter into the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him to the house that he enters and say to the owner of the house, the teacher asks, where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, all furnished. Make preparations there. Verse 13. They left and found these things. They left and found these things just as Jesus had told them. So they prepared the Passover. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table and he said to them, I have eagerly decided to eat this Passover bread or this Passover, excuse me, with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took the bread, gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them saying, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. But the hand of him who is going to betray me is with mine on the table. The Son of Man will go as it has been decreed. But woe to the man who betrays him. They began to question among themselves which one of them it might be or who does this verse 24 a dispute arose among them 
as to which of them was considered to be the greatest. Jesus said to them, the kings of the Gentile lord it over them, and those who exercise authority over them call themselves benefactors. But you are not to be like that. Instead, the greatest among you should be the youngest and the one who rules like the one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one who is at the table? But I am among you as one who serves. You are those who have stood by me in my trials, and I confer on you a kingdom, just as my father conferred on me, so that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Verse 31. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift all of you as wheat, but I have prayed for you, Simon, that you, your faith may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. But he replied, Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and to death. Jesus answered, I tell you, Peter, before the rooster crows today, you will deny three times that you know me. Then Jesus asked them, when I sent you without purse, bag or sandals, did you lack anything? Nothing, they answered. He said to them, but now if you have a purse, take it and also a bag. And if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. It is written, and he was numbered with transgressors. And I tell you that this must be fulfilled in me. This must be fulfilled in me. Yes, what is written about me is reaching its fulfillment. The disciples said, see, Lord, here are two swords. That's enough. He replied, a lot going on, a lot going on. A lot going on. But like I said, I'm going to take some big rocks and we're going to dig into some parts and we're going to be all right. God shows us who he is on so many levels throughout this text. Jesus shows us a glimpse of the various levels in which he operates. Let's talk about the Passover that was brought up. So some of you guys might not know the Passover is usually a seven day ceremony that's celebrated by the Jewish people in remembrance of the Exodus when Moses leads the Hebrews out of Egypt. And specifically, during the 10 plagues that God threw upon Egypt to release his people. And more specifically, the plague of the firstborn, when all God's people were to spread the blood of the sacrificed lamb over the sides and the top of their door frames. And they, their bread at that time was without yeast. The Lord passed through Egypt and took the firstborn child of all who did not have their houses covered by this lamb's blood. So we are introduced at the very beginning where it talks about the lamb sacrificed in this verse. And that is just a background, as a snippet, that is a connection of what in Jewish customs that they were celebrating at that time. Another thing you will see in the passage above is that when God says something happened, indeed it will take place. When he sends Peter and John for a place, they get a place. When he says Peter will deny him, we see this happen later. Anything that God says will happen. It will happen and his track record is flawless. It will always come through and it will come through in his timing. It will come through in his timing, not your timing, not your specified wants, but his timing and it will manifest itself. Verse 13 says they left and found these things just as Jesus had told them. So they prepared the Passover. 
They left and found these things just as Jesus had told them. So they prepared the Passover. They left and then they found it. They left and they found it. They left and then they found it. It was already prepared. It was already been stated by the word of God. It was already in motion. It was already in place. It was already done. And they had found it as he said. There are some things God will promise. There are some things that will take place. But you need to go. You need to move. You need to take action. God doesn't live inside time as he said it is. But we have to go. We have to walk. We cannot find what has been given if we do not go. We see Jesus prepares the way for the covenant. The covenant was already to come. He foreshadows what is going to take place. But before he got to Golgotha, Jesus had to walk to it. Jesus had to walk to it. Peter and John had to walk to it. He had to carry it. He it had already been done. The victory was already ahead of time, but Jesus had to walk in it. He had to walk to it. Jesus is challenging you to walk to it. Whatever he is calling you to, he is calling you to walk to it. It is already prepared. He already has a place set aside. He already has these things set aside. The victory is already taking place, but you have to walk to it. The thing that has that it has your claim in eternity, he wants you to walk to it. Peter, the most overzealous, the dude that will cut your ear off if you get too close to Jesus, the one that stepped out onto the water with Jesus, the same one that saw Jesus transfigured on the mountain, the same Peter that was going to deny Jesus and later was the catalyst speaker for the Christian way of life in Christ and became crucified upside down on the cross. Peter had to walk to it. We all have to walk to it. Whatever he calls us is already prepared for us. He's already predestined this for us, but we have to will, we have to walk to it. And verse 19, and he took the bread, gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them saying, this is my body given for you doing this in remembrance of me. Verse 20, in the same way, after the supper, he took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. We know earlier in the text that this was the time of the Passover when the sacrificial lamb, God had made a deal. God, he had made a promise. He had made a covenant with Moses that that was in the blood of the lamb that had covered It had placed a covenant over his people. It covered the doorway. It covered the people. It spared the firstborn. Jesus was eager to have this conversation with the disciples. Why? Because he is establishing establishing a covenant as the lamb slain before the foundations of the world to cover that covered that covered the sins of all mankind. It is the blood shed that provides the covering. It is through the blood that we have been given a covenant. It is through God's firstborn, it is through his firstborn, he is one and only son that we have been covered. What happened with Moses was only a foreshadow of what was to come. Moses delivered his people out of Egypt. Jesus delivered the world from sin, but they had to walk to it. Before Moses delivered the people, he had to go 
He had to walk to the burning bush before he had to walk to Egypt. He had to keep walking into the palace. He had to go through the plagues. He had to stand at the shores of the Red Sea and then walk across the seabed. In order for Israel to be delivered and out of captivity, Moses had to walk to it. He had to walk through it. In order for mankind to be led out of captivity and sin, God provided the lamb in Jesus Christ that was slain before the foundations of the world, that was beaten, that was stripped, that was ridiculed, that rose on the third day and paved the way for all mankind. And Jesus had to walk through it. You got to walk through it. You got to walk to it. Whatever it is that he is calling you to, whatever that's been placed on your life, just as Jesus Walk to it for us. We walk to it in servitude for Jesus. We walk to God and we walk and we move through him and he calls us and he's designed us for the purpose. He has called you to do something special. He has called you to serve in some type of way and I want you to walk to it. Whatever it is, I need you to walk to it. I need you to grind to it. I need you to encourage your way to it. I need you to pray your way to it. I just need you to go to it. Whatever it is, I told you it's already predestined. It's already in your future. It's already there. God has got it set up for you, but you have to make the decision to walk to it. I'll talk to you next time on another Maximize the Moment. Let's get it. I'm going to keep